Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Captain's Corner podcast. Back with another season. We're so excited. We're sitting in a brand new LGL and it's going to be a great time. I am your host, Aaliyah Funchell. I just graduated from Columbia with my master's in sports management and also helped out the athletics department last year. So it feels good to be back and to have another year to look forward to. I am joined by, in this intro, Kyle Matrician. We worked very closely last year on the Morningside Hoops podcast and had a fun time. So we're back. We did, Aaliyah. We did. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy to be here, but make no mistake, you run this podcast. I run this show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, except we're starting this episode and then you guys won't hear me for about That's true. two weeks. I'm going to be traveling to an undisclosed location. Ooh, undisclosed. <laughs> <laughs> um, just kidding. But no, I'm going to be gone for the next two weeks, but I will have plenty to talk about when I come back. But I'm yeah. just so we could, excited. You know, we could potentially zoom you in. Oh, yeah. You guys you can know, zoom me in. If you wanted to. I can ask If we them, can make that work. Yeah. If not, if not, w- I have I'll a celebrity host in mind for the next two weeks host. does his name start with an m maybe Ma- he may m also be sitting maybe. in the same room as us but uh yes i believe a man who used to host this podcast may host it for the next two weeks in my absence in your absence or maybe we'll just keep people on their toes and every week like who knows you never know who we're gonna have on our know. podcast you never know so that'll be a fun thing but i'm just very fortunate that you guys trust me to help run this podcast and to like get to know everyone and i don't know it's gonna be fun this is gonna be fun why don't you uh let the audience know who our captains are this year yeah. we'll give them a little a little tea before a little tea is that, what, is that right yeah, i'm not good job, Kyle. okay thank i you. actually just called you an old man earlier today that's so okay you're just I'm trying allowed. to prove it's allowed. It's you're allowed. still young yeah so our captains this year defensive lineman mitch moyer offensive lineman and second time captain Stu nublat Scott Valentes, he is a linebacker, and then Ryan Young, running back. So right. some great guys. I, I know Scott personally. We're from the same place. I've, I'll probably say that again, bring it up again, but um, these guys are great, and I'm excited. They all have very, very bold, fun personalities. You so both I, are from the state of Kansas? The state of Kansas, same city. Actually, fun fact. So I wanted to go to Columbia since I was 10, so yeah. that's been my goal forever. Mm-hmm. And then when I started writing for the local Wichita, Kansas newspaper, Um, my first assignment was to cover Scott's team. And I didn't know Scott at the time. And then it was, I think, his senior year. And they're like, oh, go interview Scott. And I'm like, Scott, where are you going to college? And he said, Columbia. And I was like, no way. Like, that's my dream (laughs) school. That's before I was accepted into the program. I'm surprised. Yeah. Well, uh, I was about to ask you if you knew Scott before Columbia, but you have yeah. now answered the question. Yeah, so... I didn't want to be that guy being like, oh, you're both from Wichita. Do you know each no. other? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Um, our schools played each other in a few sports, but um, I'm like two years older than him, I think. But yeah, um, and then I actually interviewed him back in Wichita when during his first year here. So um, it was a lot of fun. He, he's a great guy, comes from a great family, and um, yeah, he's he's great. Well, you can certainly tell us a lot about Scott, and I'm sure the other three will be able to tell us. You know, we do have a, like you said, we do have a returning ca- captain to the yeah. Captain's Corner podcast. So, Stu. a lot of people know Stu Newblatt, uh, but I am excited to have Scott and Ryan Young and Mitch Moyer on the podcast this year. Should bring, they seem like a good group. Good group. Yeah, a lot of energy. You could just tell, you can just tell, like, the teams are very close here. That's what I like about Columbia. I mean, I feel like living in New York and playing a sport here. 
it's just, you know, you go through a lot. I mean, it's hard enough to be a D1 athlete, but then go to an Ivy League school. So I feel like you always become close with the people that you kind of struggle with, like Mm -hmm. in college or, you know, you're all in this same boat together. So I feel like the teams here are just really close and it, it definitely translates well on the podcast and in videos and such. I think so, too. Well, I think we're ahead to break. But when we come back, you're you're running the podcast, oh. at least this week, <laughs> before you leave us for two weeks. <laughs> I will chime in once in a while. Yes. But it's your show. Uh, your okay. show. So why don't you send us to break? Then? Okay, everyone. Well, stay tuned because we have the four captains joining us after the break. We all know what comes with being a fan. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. JAG-1 Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Columbia Lions. With state-of-the-art rehabilitation equipment and facilities, allow us to develop a specific plan catered to each patient. The JAG-1 team proudly serves the tri-state area with facilities throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We're here for you. Get back the life you love. Visit www.jag1pt.com. That's J-A-G-O-N-E-P-T.com for more information. Make a brilliant move to Vanderwater, luxury condominium residences in Morningside Heists. Discover an elevated approach to city living, a modern homage to old world elegance, breathtaking views of the Hudson River, Columbia University, and Riverside Church. Visit thevandawater.com today for more information. That's T-H-E-V-A-N-D-E-W-A-T-E-R.com. At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy great tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. Welcome back to the Captain's Corner podcast, the first one of the 2022 season. I'm so excited. I have a familiar face across from me because he was on this podcast last year, so Stu, Welcome back. How are you feeling? I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, do you just want to tell people a little bit about you, like elevator pitch, like just what year you are, where you're from, and who you are? Of course. Yes. Hello, everybody. I'm Stuart Newblatt. I'm a fifth-year senior I'm from Clarkston, Michigan. I'm returning, as I said, as a fifth-year. Um, I'm an offensive lineman tackle, um, and I'm sitting next to Mitch Moyer and not Scott Valentez, Scott. who's not here on time where could he be where is he that is a great question i guess we'll find out we'll definitely have to grill him for that yeah i'll have some explaining to do when he gets here (laughs) for sure so mitch let's go to you tell me the little elevator pitch about yourself um my name is mitch moyer i'm a senior defensive lineman from wilmington delaware um yeah i mean that's about it i don't really have anything else special about me i'm Honestly doubting that, but we will get to the bottom of pretty much everything about you over the course of the season. We're going to be learning so much. But Ryan, what about you? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm Ryan Young. I'm a fifth-year running back from outside Chicago. And uh, I don't know, probably just an overall great guy. I think people would <laughs> describe me as. So 
There you go. Okay, one week I'm gonna have people like write Yelp reviews about you, and I'm gonna read them back to you, and then I think we'll they'll see be I think they'll be great. You're <laughs> really <laughs> confident, huh? <laughs> like I said, overall good guy. Yeah, well, I'm excited for Scott to get here. We're actually from the same city, so I'll tell you guys a little bit about me for also people listening. Um, my name's Aaliyah Funchell. I'm working here this year again. I just graduated with my master's in sports management. Congrats! So, thank you. Congratulations. So from here, so go Lions. But I'm excited. Um, okay, Stu, we're just going to start with you again just to pick on you. So okay. here's a fun fact. I don't know if you know this. Um, you're just the eighth student athlete to be selected as a two-time captain. So do you have anything that you learned last year that you might want to do differently this year? Or like what were you proud of last year with you being a captain? And what do you want to imply, like, apply this year? Um, I mean, I think last year was a pretty successful season. We went 7-3. and three. I think there's some stuff that we can improve on football-wise in terms of consistency and just trying to get over the hump and win a couple more games in terms of the culture and everything that we're doing as a program and as the coaching staff. I think everything has been so solid, so just keep building upon what we already have. Um, and here's Scott. Scott. Oh, oh my gosh. Look who it is. Oh, man. That's ridiculous, Scott. Be honest. Way to be a role model, Scott. <laughs> we started without you. Yes, we're live. Okay, well, before we get back to what Stu was saying about his captainess, Scott, just give us a little elevator pitch of who you are and where you're from. Uh, I'm Scott Valentis from Wichita, Kansas. Um, like activities? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you. You were late. So just tell me what you would think we would want to hear. Um, Come on, Scott. What makes Scott Scott? I'm hardworking. Um, I'm looking for this team to keep building the, the culture that we had last year, build on that foundation, um, strive to achieve the, the one common goal we all have. Um, and do whatever I can to make the team the best possible team in the Ivy League. What was, your, what was your 40 time on the way here? It was fast. It was fast. <laughs> Are we talking Dante Miller fast or what? Mm, Scott Valent is fast. <laughs> <laughs> so not very fast. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, and before you got here, I was just asking Sue about, you know, this is the second year in a row he's a captain. So I'm going to put you in the hot seat. What did you like about his leadership last year? And what are you excited for him to bring to the table this year? Yeah, this is definitely one I could talk on for, for a long time. But some of the biggest things that, you know, I learned from Stu is the ability, you know, his public speaking ability, his ability to rally a crew behind him. Um, when he gets up there, he has the ideas in his head. Um, someone said to me recently, no successful person wings it. And you can tell when Stu gets in front of the crowd, he's thought about what he's going to say. He's got a clear goal in mind. And he kind of portrays that goal in a very clear way to the team where we can all get behind it. And so... I think that's one of the biggest things we need is a common a common leader we can all look up to. Even as captains, we still need someone we can go to, go to each other. And I think he does a really good job of, you know, blending us together, being the glue between the offense and defense. And uh, then going into this year, what I'm looking forward to is just him continuing that. He has, uh, you know, one-year experience under under his belt of leading this team and kind of putting the culture of this program on his back. You know, coming off of the COVID season, it was – it was a struggle. We didn't really know who we were. We didn't know who we are. It was a whole new group of kids, you know, two new classes that had never seen the field before. And Stu kind of took it under, um, took it on his, his own to build this culture from the ground up. And, you know, Justin Woodley was a big part of that. And, but I'm glad to, I'm glad to see that both of those guys are back, Justin Woodley in the, in the coaching staff now and Stu at, at the head of our team. So I'm excited to see what he has to offer that's new this year. Mitch, Ryan, do you have anything to add on to that? I mean, I just echo what, what Scott was saying. Stu, just a guy, 
Um, and not even from, well, the experience of being a captain last year obviously helps, but just him as a person, um, he's definitely someone who we can, can we can follow um, and someone who leads by example, you know, just comes on the field ready to work every day and, and lead by, by his, uh, his efforts um, day in and day out. So, yeah, just pretty much echoing what Scott has to say. Uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing I think I would add would be, um, you know, I think that whenever last year anything kind of didn't go our way, you know, big play happened, you know, three and out, you know, you know, we let up a big touchdown. It was the, he was on the sideline trying to rally everybody. So, you know, we, we always need that person that, you know, when stuff doesn't go the right way, they're going to be there and try to gather everybody and get everybody ready. And I think that, uh, you know, having him having that presence again is going to be it's going to be huge for us. Stu, there's a lot of accolades these guys next to you have, and people can read up on that, and they obviously see it, but what are some things that you see maybe in the locker room or on the field that you can't necessarily put on paper about these guys that makes them the perfect people for this position? I mean, I think when you look at these three, it's just guys who really embody everything that you want out of the Columbia football program and what our culture is all about, guys who bring it every day. But the biggest thing is not only them bringing it every day, but kind of setting expectations for their teammates around them, which I think is the biggest thing. It's one thing to set yourself to a standard, but I think all three of these guys hold everyone around them to a high standard as well, which you really need to bring a team up. Um, and I think another thing about that, too, is I just don't want this to be about us four here. Our team mm -hmm. is made up of so many people who might not be right here, might not be named captains, but are just as deserving as every one of us who put in just as much work who hold others to a same standard which I think is part of the reason why we were good last year we had guys like Paul Lakeer, Dante Miller guys who weren't necessarily captains mm -hmm. but took the team just as personally and worked just as hard to set a culture and so there's so many guys like that on our team currently which I think it's important to emphasize that as well oh yeah I definitely want to bring that up I tuned into your guys's media day you were rocking the mustache I was um you and Scott did a great job talking with coach Al and something that really stood out to me is you talked a lot about being a player-led team and I think that takes a lot of responsibility and a lot of leaders out there so what did you kind of mean by that I think Scott you might have brought it up first but I don't know if you want to elaborate on that yeah, so kind of what I mean by that is, um, you know, like Stu said, is we've got a lot of guys on this team, a lot of guys that fill leadership positions that you don't necessarily see. Um, and it's holding those those teammates to a high standard, not as a captain, just as a player, the buy-in that you have on the team. It's, you know, the coaches aren't dealing with a minutia of what color shorts are we wearing to practice, right? That's, that's team-led. That's those small, simple things, the discipline of things, you know, Another small thing is the discipline of staying behind the blue, so you on the sidelines, so that none of your teammates get hurt while the play is in action. So it's just small, simple things that the players take upon their shoulders to get correct, in order for the coaches to just focus on coaching us and elaborating on the game plan, so that we can take it into action on the field. Yeah, I love that. And Mitch, Ryan, either of you guys could take this, but what did you see this summer that you really liked? I guess one of you can do from the offensive side and defensive side. What did you like? What did you see? Um, I think that we did a good job of getting people together who were here, um, able to, to be around this summer um, and, and come to our workouts with Gil, summer workouts or our seven on sevens on Sunday, just because because the year prior coming out of COVID, it was really necessary for us to, to do those things to help us get ready for the season just as a stepping stone. So just to kind of continue that going this summer, I think it was really good for the whole team. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I would add on to that is that defensively, you know, we have some big shoes to fill with guys leaving, you know, Cam Dillon, Paul Akire, um, you know, John Harris, guys like that. You know, we have a lot of talent that left, but, um, you know, the younger guys came in the summer ready to work. 
and you know they they put themselves in a great position to be able to succeed and really contribute to the team and make us a better football team. So, you know, I'm just excited about that, and I think that there's a lot of really good things to come. Yeah, and you bring up a great point. This is something I definitely want to talk about. Is there are some guys that did leave. Um, you know, they're they graduated. They're going to take their fifth year. They're going to some huge football schools. So, what does that say about this program? That these guys can graduate from here and then go and be playmakers at those other big football schools. I think that it just shows the the talent that the Ivy League has as a whole. Um, some people think, oh, Ivy League is just you know some smart guys you can kind of play football, but now we have some real football players in this league, and that just shows you people like Paul is at Virginia, uh, Cam Dillon at Duke, Dante at South Carolina, Mikey at Florida State. These big. Mm-hmm. Um, Power Five football programs. It just shows you the the level of talent and work that um, we do here at you know Ivy League that we're able to compete with those different levels of football. Yeah, absolutely. The only thing I would ch- I would chime in on that with is is that you know, you just kind of see it across the league. You know, there's guys from other programs as well that are they're ending up at you know Penn State, mm-hmm. these massive football schools, and I think it's just really awesome to see these guys kind of advance their football career you know gaining respect for the league as a whole you know the ivy league's no longer just oh it's just a bunch of smart like ryan said a bunch of smart guys playing a 10 game season Mm -hmm. you know there's a bunch of guys that can play football and you know we're all competing for that one thing we all care about yeah that's awesome and then who surprised you um coming back this summer is there anyone in particular that really just you know bulked up in the gym or really fine-tuned their craft like was there anyone on your team that you're like whoa this guy's gonna be a problem this year I got one uh, yeah. for me at least and you know I might be biased as a defensive lineman but Justin Townsend um, you know Justin came in as a converted running back um, last year he didn't really get a ton of snaps you know spent most of his time on the practice squad and, and giving a good look on scout but you know he put on 25 pounds of what looks to be pure muscle mm-hmm. um, you know he's he's moving well he picked up the playbook really really quickly so I'm really really excited to see what he's gonna be able to do yeah. Um, I would say going to the offensive side, um, a receiver, JJ. Um, I would say he had an unbelievable spring ball, and he's definitely coming into the season as one of our top receivers, so he's really exciting to see. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I do want to kind of make this kind of fun as well, you know, a podcast people would want to listen to. So I'm going to do two separate questions that might be, you know, not as football-related. Um, I definitely want to get to know you guys more, and I'm sure the listeners do as well. So I want you to go around and tell me your major, but also I want you to tell me the dreaded question first week back in class is the icebreaker, a fun fact about yourself. Like what is your go-to fun fact and how did you choose that fun fact? Or if you don't have one, like what goes through your mind when they call on you in class? So Scott, we'll start with you. Major first. Uh, So I'm a financial economics major. Um, so I take a lot of math classes, but I would say when someone asks me an icebreaker, uh, I type 90 words per minute. That's my fun icebreaker. How I came, how that came to be my icebreaker is uh, oftentimes in class, um, you know, sitting in class for two hours, you just pull up some monkey type and start <laughs> typing away and you get good enough to where it's like, oh, this could be a fun fact. So, oh, that is, that, with that in mind. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to chime in. There's a lot of non-believers not shaking their heads next to you. What do you have to say to them? 
pull out monkey type. I'm just more I- shaking my head that, fun fact, I'm also a nerd who can type 90 words. <laughs> I don't know if that's what I would go I, with. I was just sitting here confused because I didn't even really understand if 90 uh, words per minute was fast. Yeah, I, was just, <laughs> I was just trying to think in my head. I don't know. Well, I have a question. So since that was a very nerdy response, um, so Scott and I are actually from the same city, like I mentioned earlier, and he used to work at this place called Chicken and Pickle. Yep. Are you any good at pickleball? Because that sport is picking up right now. I, I would I would not venture to say that I'm very good. I also haven't played it very much. You know, uh-huh. I just kind of serve the food at the restaurant. Yeah. Watch people play it. Um, picked up dishes. Um, but you know, I can hold my own. So I I, I enjoy I enjoy playing it, but I wouldn't be um dominating the courts by any by any means. So at this place, chicken and pick pickle. Yeah, let's so explain you, it's it. It's a chicken place. I'm guessing fried chicken. And there's also a pickleball course, and you can play pickleball. Yeah, uh, real quick, let's get an NIL deal from Chicken and Pickle for this. <laughs> All right, but, let's hit them up. Let's hit them um, up. Yeah, so it's basically just a chicken restaurant. They have a uh, – it's usually on, like, 1.5 acres to 3 acres. It's um, huge. It's a, oh, it's a big spot. It's man. a huge, huge restaurant. It's kind of like – it's almost like a top golf, but instead of golfing, you have – uh, you have like an outdoor area where you can kind of let your kids run around play. There's cornhole. Yep. yep. Cornhole. There's like a rooftop area that opens up to people that are 21 after a certain hour. Um, it's it's a pretty good concept, but it does require a lot, a lot of people to run just because it's so big. Um, but people enjoy it. It's a big thing in Kansas, and it's starting to spread throughout. Uh, you know, mostly in the southern spots, just because pickleball it's an outdoor game. Um, they have indoor facilities, but the cost of run those indoor facilities is a lot more. So um, they stick down to the south. Yeah. yeah. So wait, they wait. I just want to get this straight. So you're eating chicken <laughs> and then going and playing pickleball. Yeah. So that's a flaw. That's a little bit of a flaw. Yeah, the pickleball should come first. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, people just go play some pickleball. It's a full. They've got full service bars. They've got like three all around the the restaurant. So, um, what's dangerous about that place though is you open a tab and then you can go anywhere in the facility and just put sweet. it on my tab. So by the end of the day, your tab is so much <laughs> money because you're at the bar upstairs. Put it on the tab. You want to play pickleball and it, yeah, you spend a lot of money there. Lord. Yeah. So. Good concept, though. Stu, what about you? Major? Um, I am an American Studies major. Shout out to Tyler Schoenwolf, who convinced me to do that major, who was a senior O-lineman when I came in. Shout out, Shoney. Yes, Shoney. Um, fun fact, I normally, I'm boring with fun facts. I normally say I'm named after my grandfather is normally my fun fact. Uh, for this one, maybe, since it's more sports-centric, I could say my sister plays volleyball at Marist, who we're wow. playing week one. It could be my fun fact. Who's she rooting for? Yes. Well, she has a boyfriend who plays D line at Marist. Oh, so I don't know. This got complicated oh, real quick. I don't know who she's rooting <laughs> oh, for. Oh man, that's going to be a direct conflict of interest right there. No, we're just—it's just—it's a football game. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, Mitch, you're in the hot seat. Uh, I'm like Scott, financial economics major, and uh, I guess a fun fact about me would be that I love country music. Who's your favorite artist? You really weren't ready for this yeah. follow-up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, there's just so many. I don't it's know what to tell so you guys. It's just so good. I um, can't relate, though. Yeah, me either. What, you like Tyler a- Childers is good. I like him. Zach Bryan's good. I don't know. There's just... Luke Combs? Like Luke Combs. Yeah, Isn't like that Luke. one? That's like the Luke Combs, Luke Bryan like or something Combs. like that? A lot of I, don't, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm not well. I'm not well versed in the country. I just have a lot of people who I know who no, like know. it, and I see their names a lot. Yeah, no, but yeah, I would definitely say those guys are are up near the top of my list. Do you sing at all? 
I I sing, but I'm not good at it now. And these guys always get upset with me because on because some days in the locker room I go and I hijack the speakers and I put country music on, and the entire time everybody's just yelling at me to turn it off. Yeah, that's my worst nightmare. Even though like we're from Kansas, like country music, I didn't grow up on it, so yeah, I don't know a lot about it. Maybe you can give me some recs though. Okay, Ryan, what about you? Um, so I'm political science psychology major. Um, and my fun fact is I am a licensed boater. So, whoa, yeah, what? what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, whenever I go down uh, Tennessee, I get down the river, you know, take the boat out, listen to some music, wind in my, in my hair and in my face. So, it feels <laughs> it's like a you know, it's my uh, wait, like, like a getaway. pontoon boat. No, <laughs> like, a, like a sailboat. No, like a, I don't know, a, a regular, yacht. like a jet ski. No, I can't. Not not a yacht. No, like an actual boat. I don't know how how big the boat is. Maybe like twenty. I don't know, twenty. Wait, 25? do you need a license for a sailboat? Probably. I have no idea. I have no, I have no clue to be honest. Do you have to know like port and starboard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a rower, so I had to. Yeah, know yeah, that, yeah. So, so you got yeah, took wow. all the tests. You know, aced it, flying colors. So you know, if y'all ever want to, if y'all ever want to go on the water, we can go. So. Maybe we'll do a mobile podcast episode yeah. from a boat. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so I don't know how much time we have left, but I do have one segment because it's New York Fashion Week. It just wrapped up. Um, I promise I'm not like quizzing you guys. I do want to know throughout your years here what your favorite piece of team gear was and why Ooh. and what it looked like or why it was your favorite. That's a good question. So I actually have – it's tough. I have two. I actually have one on right oh, now. Easy. You were so oh, ready. Can you no, not, not, not this one. Oh. It's what I have under. You were so ready for this question. <laughs> it was, it's a black Columbia football, like, dry fit. It's got the – yeah, I don't know. Stu, do you remember this one? This is freshman year. I don't remember. Really? That. Maybe. Wow. Well, that might not fit like the fat old Lyman well. Like if it's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, yeah, probably. The gut, yeah, <laughs> probably, probably not. But either yeah. this one, and I'm actually probably my favorite of all time is also from freshman year. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, they're both freshman year. We got to step year. our game up. Yeah, it was a good year. Um, was our our uh, travel shirt or not travel shirt? Our walkthrough shirt, the gray one. Yes. And yeah. a crazy was it dry thing. Fit? It, I don't even know what material. I don't it was think made that of. one was dry fit. It was just gray, and it had like. These little spider legs on the back, kind of. Wow. And unfortunately, since freshman year, I have not been able to find it. Oh, um, no. So, yeah, it's, it's it's tragic. This one's an easy answer for me. The parkas. Oh, yeah. 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 Because yeah, yeah, yeah. every other team had the parkas. Yeah, we won. And we never got them because yep. we were a fall sport. And then last year, we finally got the huge parkas. Which were that's a, a huge great relief. answer. That yeah, is that is that's by a good far answer. The best. <laughs> that's a good answer. No yeah. one can steal his answer though, so <laughs> you guys need to think of something else. I'm I'm probably gonna have to go with you know this is team issued. Uh, I guess like everything else, but the helmets, you know, the Our, helmets, the, the new ones, ones. The new yeah, helmets. the new oh, navy the, ones, the matte, the matte navy. Those are just, nice. It's just They're a really nice. solid look, and you know, appreciative for. You know, the, the program hooking us up with yeah. those, it's, it's, they're phenomenal. Also, I love them. for anyone who didn't see the video of Scott modeling <laughs> yeah. the outfits. Speaking of New York Fashion Twitter, Week, yeah. <laughs> maybe I should go strut the runway. <laughs> that was a good video. Everyone should go watch it. We'll, we'll like link it into this podcast. For sure, for sure. What about oh, you? Oh, jeez, for me, um, not a big fashion guy. Uh, I would have to say last year's travel suit. We had like a blue windbreaker. Mm-hmm. I got you one know, of those. I love that those thing. Are nice. Very, the best. very lightweight. No, yes. I definitely have to say that one. That one's for sure up there. For you me. do wear that a lot. I know, but, <laughs> but you know, but you know, actually, what's better than the windbreaker? Hot take: the pants 
Those pants are some. Those pants are some of the most yeah. comfortable, comfortable yeah. pairs of things I've ever put on. It's yeah. like yeah, those are nice. Yeah. You know what? I changed my answer. I'm just gonna go with the whole. Travel. Whole, yeah, the whole <laughs> thing. You have to wear it all at once. Yeah. yeah. Do we have new travel? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyone know what it looks like yet or no? Oh, can we reveal that? I mean, yeah, probably. Probably. It's yeah. like no, a navy, navy, like navy pants and navy jacket. But I think the jacket's like full zip. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, I also have a question. Just like looking at. Mitch's outfit. Oh God! Do you guys? Okay, <laughs> what? I don't like this. <laughs> what is the functionality, bet- like behind having one of those shirts that's like sweatshirt material but mm-hmm. short sleeve? Like, um, I personally don't know. I like it because you know I throw it on in the morning when it's still like sixty-five degrees out and it's warm enough to keep me, you know, somewhat comfortable. And then also when it gets to, you know higher 70s lower 80s i'm not sweating bullets so well, that's a good answer i like that but i mean i think most people would just say it looks cool I yeah know. i yeah. feel like yeah, it's I the think, newest trend yeah i yeah. think that's really it it's just for us there's not much style, functionality yeah. to it at all yeah but for, like speaking of aesthetic though i wish this was a video because the new sweatshirts you guys got this year have like these shoulder things mm-hmm. that's what prompted this question because before we were recording i was like looking at your hoodie yeah so how would you explain what you're wearing for people that see you around campus um I don't know. I mean, it's just a sweatshirt. It's kind of, I don't know, these <laughs> these shoulder... They're like shoulder stripes. I don't stripes. even know what... Yeah, these shoulder stripes, they almost seem kind of like like a throwback of some sort. I don't know. It seems something like some in the old days they'd wear. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I guess you're just going to have to see me walking around campus. You yeah. Know, check, out, check out the new drip. So. Yeah, there's... Love it. I will uh, I say I do like the movement of like going into the baby blue stuff. Yes. yes. A lot of, with we a lot of the new... Gear. We don't get enough baby blue. Yes. We need The more. baby blue stuff, I love it. No, like the new that sweatshirt, you know, the lettering on this one. I just I think it all looks really, really good. Your guys' jerseys last year with the baby blue. Oh, yeah. so love good. those. Fire. Love those. Yeah. yeah. I actually had someone ask me if I chose to go to Columbia because of the grad robes would be the that blue. And I was like, no, but it did play a part. It did. <laughs> all right. Well, Kyle, do you have anything to add before we wrap up with looking ahead to Maris? No, I think this has been great, Aaliyah. I've been Thank enjoying you. listening. Thank yeah, you. I, I chimed in a couple times. You did a couple times. I was I was gonna ask Ryan at one point when he brought up his boat and he said, you know, when I take it down to and Tennessee was not the state I thought you were gonna say. Oh uh, no! Really so I got people ask me this all the time. <laughs> I talk about Tennessee and you know I'm a Tennessee Vols fan at heart. Um, like why why Tennessee? I don't know. I just have family down there and I have you know farm down there. Just um, not the first place you think of when yeah, I'm going to yeah. take my boat to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. yeah landlocks. But it's good. Yeah, I, I, I understand your pain. I, I love it down there. I'm, you know, I'm a little bit of a country boy. What part? <laughs> what part of Tennessee? Knoxville. Okay. Yeah, I lived yeah. in Johnson City for two years. Oh, really? So. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's a good time down there. Maybe I'll take y'all, take y'all eventually. On the boat. In on the Knoxville. boat. Yeah. On the, in Knoxville. Love it. All right. Well, looking ahead to Maris this weekend, can I just get like a vibe check? Like, how are you guys feeling? I'm sure you feel very ready. You, you guys look great in the film I see from practice. So um, how are you feeling looking ahead to that? Um, very excited. I mean, the best part of the se- like best part of the season is actually getting to play the games. And so I think we're all excited to get tested. And then another thing, like as you get older, I think you realize like all the hype and everything. Like there's a lot of hype around this year. None of it really matters until you play the games mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if you do well. So we're just excited to get tested and play a different opponent. And yeah. Oh, sorry. No, yeah, I was just saying – you know exactly what Stu was saying. We're all ready. Um, long summer, long camp. We're just ready to get on the field and actually see what we're made of, see if we are who we think we are and, and who we think we can be. So everyone's just 
you know, anxious to get on the field. Yeah, I'm sure it's a lot different than last year. Last year, the conversations were a lot different. It was, we haven't played in this many days. We haven't seen film on this team. So I'm sure it must feel different this year. Like, and do you feel like you have anything to prove, anything to build off of? Yeah, I would say, you know, we want to be the best, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we want to prove. We want to prove that this is a, this is a school you can come to. Yes, you can get great academics, but you can have a great, you can have a great football career, right? Um, and I think, you know, that kind of, you set the tone for what you want to be the first game. You come out strong, you come out um, ready to play, you come out disciplined. And I think that kind of carries you over into game, to game two. But, you know, just you look at game one and you just figure out what you got to take care of and get after it in, um, on September 17th or 18th. Awesome. Well, Mitch, Stu, Scott, and Ryan, thank you so much for coming on. It was a pleasure. I'm excited for this season and excited to ask you some more questions, get your hot takes, and learn all about you guys. Hopefully Scott uh, can be on time next week. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, appreciate <laughs> it. No comment. Thank you. Okay, I feel like I can take a deep breath. The first podcast is pretty much done as long as you i got can. another guest coming in or something no as long as i can survive this outro okay. sometimes the outros are always the most awkward because i'm like i run out of i've told you about this before actually last year i'm pretty sure everyone has a word box and as soon as you start running out of words in the word box you can't really like talk you start like fumbling over your sentences and your words so i was just worried about my word box I remember there should be a whole podcast episode on word box yeah or my random conspiracy theories that i think of like word boxes mm-hmm well, Leah, from the listening chair, from the audio engineering chair, audio thought it was great. Thank you. Thought it was great. Yeah, well it was done. Fun. Well Thank done. You. Appreciate and it. now that you did so well, you're fired for two weeks. Yeah, I'm fired <laughs> for two weeks. Oh, that's sad. But that means I'll come back just rejuvenated, ready to, um, I don't know, stir some more trouble. I feel like asking them the fashion question, you could see the fear in their eyes. And that made me like, that was that such was great. You surprised them with that. That yeah. was good. It was good that you held that. It was yes. good that you held that. And uh, once you said you wanted, once you said gear, they were all like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I had to scare them with the New York Fashion Week. But I, I don't know. I like talking about gear, but I feel like I need to keep things in my back pocket to throw them off because these guys are very well prepared. Like they're very well spoken. So anytime I can just throw them for a loop, I think it'll be a fun I think podcast. Scott was the most prepared. Yeah, for being late, especially. <laughs> That's what I was but, trying to oh, get <laughs> Well, but then he came in and he just kept yeah. talking. It was like, oh, Scott, like you could tell you've done this before. Like, like dang. He- That's why I asked him what his 40 time was because I don't know <laughs> if you could tell, but I think I could tell listening he was out of breath because yeah. he was trying to talk. I felt bad for asking him a question right when he got there, but that was his punishment for being late. That's true. That's so, true. don't be late uh, again. He won't be late again. Yeah, exactly. He learned his lesson. Well, that is a wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening and tuning in this week. And stay tuned every single week. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, SoundCloud even. You know, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to tune in. And follow us on all of the socials at Go Columbia Lions or football specifically at CU Lions FP. And, yeah, thanks for listening. And we do accept fan mail. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that <laughs> Nope, it's in there. It's done. (laughs) We'll talk to you again next week. We'll talk to you again next week.